When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up? Welcome in the CHO Bears podcast on another scratch your head Monday. Bury your head in your hands trying to watch film Monday. Put earmuffs on during the press conference Monday. I'm about to lose my mind. I'm sorry, I am. I literally, for those, good to see you, Herb Howard. For those, and and to see everybody here, Mubs, Ethan, Trey, Peter, Gary, Nathaniel. For those... I'm trying to breathe. ...who spent the last 10 minutes before we just started listening to that press conference and didn't have their hands over their face in agony that was so unbelievably painful he can Matt Eberflus I do I truly believe that the Flus is a nice dude sure I'm gonna go good person sure outstanding head coach for a high school football team. Not sure. Not well, <laughs> <laughs> one. How about this? Outstanding head coach for a high school football team that needs a guy that will come in there and just be positive and try to, you know, maybe a team, maybe a brand new high school that hasn't won any football games and you're giving guys an opportunity to play the sport and, and learn life lessons. That's my phone. If somebody could turn that off, I'd really appreciate it. That's my fault. First wow. low for the show. Uh, thank you, Jim. So, terrible. Look. I just, you cannot, that didn't happen. Just move forward. Come on. You can. We're on to the commanders. You, can, the, he, you cannot have that guy at the front of your organization. You just can't. It's, 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 it's sad, but you literally, I just don't, you can't, you can't have that guy representing you. It's too, it's, it's too painful. It's terrible, man. It's like, I, I've never been the call for a guy's job type. Like, not, not in sports or anything else. But I am absolutely a person that has eyesight and a fairly functioning brain, and I can just tell you what I see and what I think I know. This dude has not been a very good leader of men, right? Period. You are unable to hold people accountable, to call them out. You are unable to give basic chronological order for the events that take place in your building. How do you go from yesterday afternoon, uh, we gave him a choice, to no, we told him to stay at home. That's not a, I wasn't clear. You're lying. 
Who are you talking to? Don't treat me like I'm stupid. I don't like it. You're lying. It, he, you're the head coach. So who told him to stay home? And where's the mis- there's no con- there's no room for confusion there. You told him to stay home, or you gave him a choice. You're the head coach. Stop lying. Stand on something. Like he, he doesn't stand on anything. He tries to talk around everything. Most basic of questions. Real, real simple stuff. I was watching Hogan Johns yesterday. They talk about Mike Tomlin coming to the podium and says, "Hey, do things need to change?" Hell yeah, things need to change. Right. Exclusive things need to change. I don't know. I like it. I think things are going well and. Knock it off, man. He did it again today. By the way, Adam Hogmar, Carmen, Herb Howard with you on a Monday. Um, that press conference today started with like a two, I didn't count it, I should have, two to three minute filibuster on how great everything was yesterday. Things were phenomenal. Which he, you blew a 28 to 7 lead and were you were terrible in the fourth quarter. I do not care about anything else that happened. The three quarters before that. Not right now, I don't. Maybe if you want to get in the mini-buy and talk about, okay, we can zoom out now and see what was good and what was bad from the first five games. Okay? No one wants to hear about what was good. If you want to mention that there was a good thing here and there, fine. But just to walk up on the podium today and list off, oh, yeah, the first quarter, this was good, second quarter, third quarter. I mean, I'm literally over there laughing. I don't mean to be disrespectful, but, you know, Herb has a point, too, that when you're going to sit up there and lie to everybody, that's disrespectful, too. Um, you brought up Mike Tomlin. Let's just let's start the show with that right away because I actually – because I saw these tweets on Tomlin's presser yesterday. Anybody watching the – and I don't want to see these comments about I don't care about Claypool. Blah, blah. This matters not because of Claypool, but because, because of how this has been handled by the head coach for weeks now, or not handled by the head coach for weeks now, that led to this point. This is a much bigger discussion on accountability and how to, as Herb said, lead men, okay? You want to see a real head coach? And how he handles a bad loss. The Steelers had a bad loss yesterday. The Bears had a bad loss yesterday. Think about everything you've heard from Matt Eberflus in the last 24 hours. Less than 24 hours. And then listen to this from Mike Tomlin yesterday when he got to the podium after losing to the Houston damn Texans. You know, not a good day at the office for us. Um, From an agenda standpoint, um, we didn't do a lot of the things that we desired to do. Um, we didn't stop a lot of the things that we thought that they desired to do, um, and thus the outcome. Um, I'll be specific. Um, you know, they ran the ball with, with, with consistency on us um, throughout. Um, we deferred in an effort to, to get ourselves off to a, to a fast start potentially, and, um, you know, I thought they did a nice job of establishing tempo, and they ran the ball on us, man. We got to be better versus the run. Um, we're not going to get what we desire to get defensively until we settle the rundown. Uh, we didn't do that today. Um, they were in manageable possession downs. Uh, you don't get them one-dimensional. You don't get an opportunity for splash, um, the splash that we thrive on. And so, um, you know, it's mute points, man, until we get better at, at stopping the run, making the pile fall the correct direction. Um, it's not dramatic but it's just the direction in which the pile has fallen they stayed on schedule and we just got to be better in that regard on offense man it's like we talked about at the early portions of the week that's a fundamentalist group they do a really good job of minimizing splash and making you operate and making you be efficient and to be quite honest we weren't efficient enough 
Um, we didn't minimize enough negativity. We didn't stay on schedule enough. Um, and so drives get stalled or you settle for field goals. And so it was a perfect storm for us offensively and defensively from that perspective. Uh, they established a run and played behind it on their offense. Um, they, they created inefficient things and we didn't work efficient on the other side of the ball and thus the outcome. Um, so um, we got a lot of work to do, obviously, uh, but I congratulate uh, the Houston Texans. They played a really good football game. They played to their personality. Um, they just did it better than we did today. I didn't hear a list of all the great things that happened. I heard a list of all the bad things and what they didn't do well. And by the way, he did so without throwing a single player under the bus. It was wee, 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 which I bring up just because Flu seems so scared of doing that that all he wants to do is talk about the positives. So th that's the opening statement. There's a handful of questions that follow, all that were handled with honesty, quick, somewhat detailed answered, and then there was this one to end it. Uh, is the question included in this? Okay, here's the last question. Will you contemplate any changes or is it still too early? Regarding changes regarding... Hell yeah, we got to make some changes, man. Uh, that was that was that was an ugly product we put out there today, and so uh, we're not going to do the same things and and hope for a different outcome. What those changes are, man, we'll put together a plan uh, in preparation this week. I shouldn't I shouldn't be lifting my hands like I'm at church right now. Like <laughs> like it's, it's, it's simple simple stuff. He started the first the first cut that you threw up there. Started it says listen. I'm going to tell you in detail. Yeah. What's I'm going to go into specifics. Specifics. All the way down to which way the power falls, which is phenomenal high football stuff. Like, I, I, I just love that. It's, it's basic stuff. Which way the, 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 the power falls. But then he comes back on this one. And he's, hell yeah, we're going to make changes. We are not going to continue to do the same thing and hope for different results. Like, what? The, yeah. And the Steelers are also a team that when they start slow, they tend to dig themselves out of it. I mean, th that dude, I mean, that's gold standard right there. He's coached, what, one game in the regular season where he wasn't in a, with a chance to be in the playoffs, right? One game yeah. where they were He's finished at 500 or better every single yeah. year, and they still managed to f accomplish that last year, even though they didn't yeah. squeak into the playoffs at all. Uh, it, this is not a Bears should hire Mike Tomlin thing, although if he ever came well, available, I would, I, would, <laughs> I would personally drive. I, I wouldn't drive to O'Hare and pick him up like George – McCaskey did with uh, Ryan Poles, I would drive all the way to Pittsburgh and get and Mike get myself. Yes. Um, and, and across Pennsylvania sucks, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have oh, to. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're you, in the you just got to go Never through mind. Ohio, which isn't much better. But um, I, I, th this is just like that is how y you handle things when things aren't going well. It's not that hard. Uh, you don't come up there and talk about all these good things, you're 0-4, and, and every single one of these losses for their own reasons has been demoralizing and awful. Stop bullshitting your fan base with all these positives. They're not there. They don't exist. Well, the bigger problem, too, is it's one thing to bullshit the fan base, which is exhausting and painful and just disappointing and... Like I uh, and again I like by, by it's nobody wants consider it. Yeah, like it it, it it is brutally inconsiderate, and I, and there is a part of me that just feels bad for the guy because honestly, and this goes to the Bears organization who interviewed him before they hired Ryan Poles, told him they liked him, and then Poles went and talked to him yeah. and decided that that's the dude. Yeah. 
I don't get it. How could you sit there and listen to that guy and not realize that he is the cheese of all cheesy? That that, that you 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 it, it it just it's like you, there's no way that you could like I just don't understand sitting in front of that guy and thinking like yes this guy is going to command our locker room which the, was the beginning of the point that I was trying to get to it doesn't like what he says to the media okay that ain't great but just imagine him in front of the group and trying to get through and by the way this roster has a zillion problems so I don't even like the the reason why the Bears have lost 14 in a row. I still put it more on talent than coaching. But do you want to go forward with this guy? I mean, I think it's just becoming abundantly clear that you just simply cannot do it. It's not inspiring, man. There's a thin line between, okay, I don't want to throw my guys under the bus. But it gets to a point where I start to question, can you accurately assess what the problem is? I'm not sure you know what the problem is at this point. It's not just, I don't want to tell y'all. I don't think you know. And not just about how you behave at press conferences, but the product on the field. I don't think you know where the problems lie on your own team. And it's like, it's just, when when you have these press conferences, it just proves those things. You saw what Mike Tomlin did. There's a clip of Mike Tomlin. And, and every time I see it, and I, I go back and watch it frequently because it literally makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. It's Mike Pouncey coming off the field off of a drive, and apparently Mike Pouncey had, like, gotten into a little scuffle with somebody while the clock was running. And, and Mike Tomlin just walks up to him. Now, all y'all just YouTube it, Mike Tomlin and Mike Pouncey in the, in the game, right? And he comes up to Mike Pouncey, and he's like, yo, yo, yo. He's like, you over there fighting, and the clock running. He's like, coach, dude, punch me in my face. He said, hey, yo, yo, ain't about you, right? And Mike Pouncey walked, Mike, look at me. It's about the team. Right. And just the way that he commands respect, the way that he leads men, nothing about Coach Eberflus tells me that he can take a roster from dead last in the league to Super Bowl contender. And if you know that now, what are we continuing down this path for? Well said. You have to have some serious, serious uh, leadership talents to do that, to look dudes in the scenario that you just painted. And he, there's no way, there's zero evidence that he could come remotely close to pulling that off. And that's what you got to be able to do. So, and yesterday's press conference, I mean, that was something. Uh, look, I, I'm used to NFL coaches lying in press conferences. No biggie. Go ahead, lie I, away. There's not a single head coach I've – They're professional fact hiders. We're professional fact finders. Yes. But it's one thing to evade some questions or tell some white lies here and there for the better good of, you know, your ability to win on Sunday. I get that. No doubt. Okay. What happened yesterday was a player you're sick of to the point that you told him to stay home. And you don't have the ball to just come out and say that to hold him accountable publicly, not just in-house, but publicly. And so you then can't handle the question and make something up, which actually makes him look worse. No, we gave him a choice, and he decided not to be here. Terrible. And and for those who missed Oh, my. I said this yesterday. If you are another player on the team who hears your coach do that, how do you feel about that when it's not the truth? Spineless. And Which, no wonder why he had to clarify, and he said it today. He said that he got off that podium yesterday and realized that he wasn't – well, he said, I wasn't clear. Well, no shit. But there's a difference between not being clear and right. actually saying the something. The clarification didn't make opposite. it clear. It, it made it clear that you lied. That's yeah. it. Like, like <laughs> Can you so, imagine Bears Pierre too? He comes, hey, I messed up the press conference. I wasn't clear. I don't know what the hell I just said, but – why don't you tell the media 
what actually happened because I didn't do a good job of it. But he kind of had to because he probably realized how bad that makes Claypool right. look. And even though he's in the doghouse, that affects the other players in the locker room. If you're going to tell a blatant lie that makes another player look bad, like he had to correct himself. You had he, to because you know what Chase, you know how Chase Claypool is going to respond. Yes. You know who he is. You know how he responds to things. So He would have gone moment, on Twitter probably in five minutes and been, oh. The moment he saw it, you lie on him? It, like that, like they told me to stay he's home. lying on me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, that's that's uh, that's mind-boggling. We have a super chat here from Big Cram, nineteen ninety-nine. Are we sure he's BSing, or he's BSing himself? The man sounds like he's in denial every time he's at a presser. It's becoming very very apparent that Flus wasn't ready for the shit show. This has become takes more than hits to win. That's the point I'm making, Cram. It, 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 there's a thin line between are you shading your team? Or are you unaware? And I yeah. think I think he's – I'm starting to think you're unaware. Not so much shading your team. You can't tell that story that you told. It just doesn't make sense. And then you come back to, today. Yesterday you say, okay, he'll be we, he'll be back in the building tomorrow. So then today we're like, he's not back in the building because why? Because he called and called you a fucking liar after you lied on him? Yeah. Well, I think it's apparent <sighs> they're sorry. probably trying to move him. But, yeah, that was another thing. Yeah, he'll, we expect him to be there tomorrow. And then they wake up today and they decide to call him. And, by the way, both conversations were on the phone, he said, just because of the time of day. So, evidently, they called him Saturday morning and said. I, even that yeah. yesterday. We asked Flus in the press conference after the game. He's like, well, we told the, play, we told the players day of this morning when they're not going to be there. Which is, again, you're throwing out the timeline. Is he in the, he's not in the building. Did he leave? When did you tell him this? We tell we we, we make well. The, that was another blatant lie. We, we, the make, we make the Justin inactive Fields, ninety minutes before. No, you don't. Inactives are done. Come on, Justin Fields <laughs> came in five minutes later. And was like, yeah. oh, did he tell us Friday or did he tell us Saturday? He was like, well, it was either Friday or Saturday. Bruh, stop lying. For what reason? You're the head coach of the Chicago Bears. You do not have to stand here and lie, bro. And and by the way, Fields, if I, I'm just guessing, I would guess that he knew exactly what it was, but he was trying to like think about what day he could say to not put his head coach in a bad spot. He was trying to cover for flu, so it would be my guess. Maybe. I don't I mean I'm guessing. It's a guess. But look, look. <laughs> All he had to do was get up there. I called Chase Claypool on Saturday morning. I was extremely disappointed in not only his press conference, but other things during the week, and I let him know he was inactive. And, you know, and I'm not sure when we're going to be bringing him back to the team. You know how we just gave Mike Tomlin his props? That's all the Bears need to do. Hey, we thought we knew something that Mike Tomlin didn't know. I've been saying since they traded for him, it is a red flag when the Pittsburgh Steelers cast off young talent. They don't do it. If Mike Tomlin says, I'm done with this young dude, you need to be done with him too. There's nothing the Bears know in their organization that the Steelers didn't know in theirs. So just say, hey, we took a flyer. We thought we can get something out of him that Mike Tomlin couldn't get out of him. It has not worked. Right. And we're going to count our losses and move on. Right. Who do you want to trade with? Not the Pittsburgh Steelers. No. And they dipped in that bag twice because the other organization you don't do that with is the Patriots. They brought in Nikhil Harry. They brought in Chase Claypool. If Bill Belichick and Mike Tomlin says these two dudes are done, I'm going to go out on the limb and say these two dudes are done. Yeah, thousand percent. Let me look and see what the Arizona Cardinals are doing. Let me take a peek over there. Right, <laughs> right. You like, want to post from somebody, <laughs> post from them. Don't, like, don't like, play that with Mike Tomlin and Bill Belichick. Right, which is some arrogance there let's, that you think that you – you really think that you're going to bring this guy in here and he's going to make a huge difference, which – wow. But regardless, like, 
I still just can't get over how this plays out, has played out going back to training camp. So one of the things, the big notes, I think, from the press conference today, and boy, Jason Leisure and Dan Weeder, they were just like, nah. one guy over here. Hey. One guy, I mean, good Whoa, job. Boom, no, and, and I'm not, that's a great job. I love it. They, they, both, both of them. I mean, they. I, I told Leisure at practice on Friday, I'm like, I'm like you, you, you've become Bod Woodward for me. You're, you, you're, you're Woodward and, and maybe Weeder is Bernstein. Woodward and Bernstein. <laughs> but they fought because they're, 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 you could tell, especially Jason, was just in a state of disbelief kind of as his press oh. conference is going on. Uh, like, <laughs> they, and they're just like, why? Like, you just want to shake him. Just why? Yo. What did he do? He just, just for the love of God, say something. So they finally got it out of him that he said that Fuse's standard that evidently Claypool violated is being on time, being respectful, and working hard. Which immediately reminds me of the f- super chat we got yesterday. I think it was on the pregame show, which was... Guys, isn't the hits principle like the bare minimum for being an NFL player? That's that's And this is the same thing. Being on time, being respectful and working hard, like this is high school football stuff. That's right. This is what you're trying to teach teenagers how to be accountable for themselves in life. That's our requirement for sitting on this couch talking football to each other. Yeah, and Carm's on time, you know. First one here, last one to leave yesterday. You better back that off. <laughs> hey, uh, shout out to Carm for uh, helping out with the garbage last night. Thank you, Carm. Well, he does do that. Six loads of garbage. I am the best garbage taker out here at Without CHG. a doubt. It's actually not it even suits you. It so suits you. You might even be the only person on the list. Well, no, but Jake, Jake too. You are most familiar with trash. My, my, my point is, though, I, di- I guess I didn't necessarily know that being on time was maybe an issue with Claypool, but being respectful, we all saw that shouting match with Tyreek Stevenson yeah. in training camp, and we all talked about it at the time, and there was such thing as trash talk and being competitive in we practice. We all football guys. It's cool. Yeah. I, I that was disrespectful. That was that crossed the line. I said it that day. I didn't like it. I thought it was an enormous red flag. I thought the specific things that I will not repeat that he was saying was blatant disrespect. And honestly, what disturbed me the most was I didn't see a coach jump in. No. Yes. I saw John Hope. The only was, coach John Hope came in and grabbed Tyreek. Grabbed his guy and pulled him away, which was probably all he can do in that moment. He's not an offensive coach. He's not. He's not Claypool's position coach. He's not the head coach. And they're working on Tyreek's temperament as well. But nobody, not not his position coach, not the OC, not the head coach, said Chase, you out of pocket right here, bro. And then he gets hurt on the play that led to that exchange. Yeah. You get hurt, so now you're out of practice, but you still spend the next ninety minutes. Just yapping off from he, the side. He, yeah. he never shut up. It was nauseating. You are hurt. You are not even able to practice right now, and you're still Go yapping inside. all the time. He's that up. was – and, and again, no one stopped him. For, for 90 minutes. Right. I, 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 was, I was standing there in disbelief that, that, that this was just continuing and, and it was so weird to me that happened in individual that happened in individuals one-on-ones you still had team seven on seven special teams and another team period he's throughout the entirety of the rest of the practice still just yap 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 as you limp around the sideline with no bucket on no like go inside bro go get some treatment and shut up well, I, I think it was a back shoulder drill. Tyreek was lined up, up on him one-on-one, and Claypool was overly aggressive, to, I think, to the helmet, and 
Stevenson slipped, fell, went to the ground, and then got up and, and took exception with it. And then Claypool took exception with the rookie taking exception to what was, you know, what he considered. If legitimate. I remember right, Chase yeah, Ty- dropped the ball on the yeah, play. He didn't too. even catch the ball. He, he <laughs> ran his route. He grabbed Tyreek. He threw Tyreek to the side, went up the field. Ball came, hit him in his hands. He drops it. Tyreek gets up and says, yo, stop grabbing me. Stop holding me. He says, look, you little B. Stop crying, rookie. Stop look, crying, rookie. Rook. Stop being a B. And you just a little B. You... It's like, and then, hey, how many times you gonna call this grown man up? Like, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. But he was he was doing it an hour later, and the other, right? And again, you, no one stepped in. Well, and so, well, can I get to the next thing, or do you? Have, I'm uh, sorry. Well, I just want to get, throw one thing in there. There's just a, you know, go to your next thing. I'll, I'll, well, the next one is working hard. Yeah. Okay, and I don't necessarily. When someone plays like he did in week one, with that effort, tried to get Mooney killed. You practice, you play how you practice. I, I, I mean, that one was so evident. So, so we got being on time, which we don't, we're not in the meetings. We don't know if a guy shows up on time or not. Okay. There's no way for us to know that, but evidently an issue being respectful. We saw it and heard it with our own eyes, working hard. Everyone saw the film in week one. And, and I just don't know. It goes back to, you didn't say anything in that one practice. Evidently, if he's being late, how many strikes does he get? And working hard, you had that tape from week one. We said I said, well, I don't know if everyone said it. I said it. I would have had him inactive in week two. And I wonder if this would be different now. If he would have changed? I wonder, too. I think that was certainly worth at least exploring. I don't really think it would change. I go back to the kids' 6'4", 230, 4'4", 4'5", speed. And Mike Thomas like, I'm good. He's That's got a crazy. year and a half on his yeah. rookie deal. And Mike Thomas like, yeah, we straight on dude. Y'all can have him. Just for a refund. Not like the Bears blew him away with some offer they couldn't refuse. Just give me, just give us what we invested back. We spent the second round pick on him. If y'all will give us our money back, you can have him. Y'all can give us our pick back. You can have dude. Well, right. Just but, a refund. But the Bears got in a bidding war. I went back and watched our, at least the first 10 minutes of our show, the day that we traded for Claypool. And I'm sitting there basically saying, like, look, they need a receiver. This makes sense. It's competitive. Hogue's first comment was, this better be the Ravens pick because this is a steep price to pay, but this is a quote-unquote, this is exactly what the Bears need. I'm g- Braggs gets on there, uh, and he's, you know, he was the guy st- that put out a tweet earlier in the week saying that after, or the, yesterday, because they had traded Roquan the day before, are they going to flip one of these second-rounders for Claypool? So, there, you know, we, like everybody else in town, we were looking at the silver lining, uh, the sure. positives of making this trade, because the Bears were in desperate need for a wide receiver, and it made sense at the time. But once he got here, it quickly did not make sense. And everything you're talking about working hard and whatnot, and I'm, I've never, I haven't gone too hard in on this, but they are all out there. And I talked about this yesterday. They are all out there on the practice field when we get to see them for warm-ups. And everyone's wearing their jersey. Mm-hmm. They're doing their stretching. Mm-hmm. Claypool comes out there all the time, and he did on Friday. The jersey isn't on. It's just like the, the shirt is, like, is, is draped around he his shoulder. He's stretching with no bucket every day. He's just it, – it's like, are you a part of the team or are you just doing your own thing? And if you were – like, that's something that, like, Dennis Rodman would do. But the thing is that that dude ended up in the Hall of Fame because he's a ridiculous talent. You're going to – Because he works hard. Right. <laughs> right, because he's an insane competitor. You're going to end up with one good season in the NFL and you're going to be lucky to hold on with one-year contracts. Think about how much money that dude is costing himself right now. 
I mean, it is all if he if he was playing well, we would be talking about you better sign him now. One of them two. One of them two. This offense needed him to. So everybody, when I was doing the Chase Claypool meter all summer, people were like, you don't like him or you don't want him to do well. Nothing about my Chase Claypool meter had anything to do with me not liking him or not wanting him to do well. It's the exact opposite, in fact. I want him to do well. This offense needs him to do well. Do I believe that is the question is that I was monitoring on a daily basis? And that thing is done. Like, whatever, man. Can we talk about this game? Yeah. Dude, yeah. yeah. Well, let's just law real quick. Uh, can you look at my last message? I'm sorry. It, it, I just pulled an audible on you. It, it, uh, Michael, uh, $10 super chat. Okay, hear me out. Hire Jay Cutler Vandy graduate as an assistant <laughs> QB coach just to get control mm-hmm. of the team. Weird to say I know and also help the O more. I don't know. It's worth a shot right now. Anything helps Carm, I'll let you address that one uh yeah we're not going back down six lane ever uh so um, we're good there he was on and on the big board at soldier field yesterday as uh, the bears legend of the day right and look just just to wrap up the whole jersey around the neck thing matt eberflus you've had months a year to address stuff like that and you just haven't done it so that's an f it's just a straight fail dude you're not going to come on the practice field until you have your jersey on. If you can't get that thing on, you're not going to be out here. That's not how we do business here, period, end of story. So if you can't put it on, don't come to practice. I can't, I can't tell you how much we're talking about the minimum expectations. Bare for minimum. Not even an NFL player. Yeah. For college and even high school. Just the first, the first time you put on cleats and step on the grass, like, yo, you guys get here on time. It's yes, coach, no coach, and when you're out there, give me everything you got. That, that's all we're talking about. I mean, get here on time, be respectful, give effort. And when you have a guy consistently uh, violate that, it means that he not, doesn't respect you. Correct. It, it's it's I, I don't know what else to look at. Okay, uh, Benin Bryant here, uh, fifty dollars super chat. Really appreciate that. It's Love awesome. It. Uh, last year, CHGO praised polls for his. Don't overpay approach to free agency mm-hmm. with the most cap space polls. Didn't sign Hargrave or Orlando Brown Jr. By the way, Orlando Brown Jr. got beat by Travis Gibson for a strip sack yesterday. He did. Uh, paid $72 million for a mid-linebacker. Traded for Claypool. Didn't draft Carter. Kept Cody and Lucas. Polls needs to go. So I'm still fine with the approach. Like, the, the, the approach to not – Overspin, over like who 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 were you looking to overspin on in terms of free agency? I saw you you reference Orlando Brown, but other than that, who who were you looking to overspend on in free agency this particular offseason? And so I, I'm okay with that approach. Uh, that's a, that's a great way to put it. I was actually talking to my dad about this the other day. I still do not have a problem with Ryan Poles' overall approach and philosophy. What I've taken exception to is some of the individual moves within that approach because the overall picture can be good but if you still get the moves wrong within the overall philosophy you're not going to win games right now i don't think everything's been bad obviously this claypool trade has been a disaster i've beat the jalen carter thing you know that, that's that's, that's going that's going to go on for a decade whether yeah. he likes it or not. And, and the reality is, I uh, once again, I still like Darnell Wright. I think Darnell Wright's going to be really good. Darnell Wright missed a big.
biggest block of the game yesterday. We can, and we're going to get into this fourth and one situation. I get it, but the bottom line is, if there's there is a defense for the coaches, as much as people don't want to hear it, I'm not going to do that because I still have a problem with that approach and <laughs> everything that led up to it. But despite all of that, Darnell Wright could have bailed the coaching staff out by making one block. The block wasn't made. Khalil Herbert was stopped short. You lost the game. But yeah, I don't. I, I appreciate the super chat. I agree. Actually, I think there's there's been a lot of moves within the overall philosophy that I agree with that have not worked out. And you still have to get the moves right. You you still and you still got to be held accountable for that. There's no question about it. Look, look, you. I haven't said this enough, so I'm late to the party. But you build a football team from the inside out. Mm-hmm. That's how it's done. Mm-hmm. His first pick was Kyler Gordon. His next pick was Jaquan Brisker. His third pick was Valus Jones Jr. Okay, we got Braxton Jones. Good job in the fifth round there. But and then this year he he I mean he he, he went the opposite way. Darnell Wright. Okay, fine. Uh, and and then and then Dexter, and then Pickens and Tyreek's in there too. But it's like you can't win if you can't get to the quarterback. Yeah. You just can't. That is beyond that, – that is football 101. And the Bears cannot get to the quarterback. It's like saying – It's terrible. I mean – Did I hear you say that Khalil Mack had six sacks yesterday? <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I was I – I saw – It's nuts. Yeah, I saw something come across my timeline, and then I went into the NFL system to actually look at the official stats from the game, and I like, six sacks? Five TFLs, four other quarterback hits, and two forced fumbles. But like that, that that would have been uh, easily the the best season anyone on this Bears defense had last year. You think somebody's getting six sacks on this team this year? That's what I'm saying. Like that would have been. We would have been sitting here all offseason and been like, this guy had a great season because he had six sacks and five TFLs and those two forced fumbles. This dude did that yesterday. Oh, right. my right. God. Right. Jake Flanagan said that's how mad he was for the, for, at the Raiders for trading him to the Bears. Hey, revenge revenge tastes sweet. Yeah, well, too bad he um, – sorry, but he didn't do it in London, though. Uh, right. But – Yeah, I'm not even talking about the trade. It's just, just, gosh. It's just insane. Crazy. I I also, I mean, everything I think is up for question right now. And, like, your top pick is uh, in the second round this year looking for help to get to the quarterback is a dude that can't get off the ball. It's not looking good. You think think he's going to figure that out in the NFL against NFL players? That that is an awful – I saw Dexter in the backfield once yesterday. It's a a pretty – I wrote it down in my notebook. It's a bold move, man. It's super bold. Sometimes the simplest answer is the best answer. Like some, you don't, you don't have to overthink everything. Sometimes that dude who's lighting up every college offense in the country for two years straight, sometimes he's probably just the best player in the country. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like, it just just is what it is. Like, uh, Another but, fair super chat here from Benin Bryant. I hope I'm saying that correctly, by the way. Uh, $10. If you're not drafting Carter, then overpay for Hargrave. Orlando Brown Jr. makes the Bears line better. Draft John Michael Schmitz. Talked about that one endlessly too, so that we don't have yeah. to keep Cody Whitehair. When I saw the Hargrave contract, Benin, I was like, I, I, I was surprised the Bears weren't in on it. I would have paid him what the, what he got. Well, and again, I assume they made that now, Benin, for sure. 
They yeah. may have made that decision. I'm forgetting the... F I'm pretty sure if I remember right, Jalen Carter's pro day was during free agency. Because that was... There is a scenario where that pro day may have been the last thing that the Bears looked at and been like, nah, we're out. Because that, that pro day was embarrassing. Yeah, that was the biggest thing for me. And I think that that was... Still one of them. Yeah, right? I forget. But uh, anyway, hey, if you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, we got some great news for you. You know this by now. Ray Chevy and Fox Lake are part of this CHGO team. Talking about the team at Ray. Uh, and they have this pledge they call the Ray Price Promise. It's a guarantee, an absolute guarantee that the price you see online is the price you pay when you go into the dealership. In many cases, other dealers raise the price on you when you come into the dealership. They ask you crazy questions like, are you a recent college grad? Are you active in the military? Are you a farmer? And in most cases, you're like, no, I'm not. And that's when the dealers will be like, well, you know, the price you saw online, well, that included those incentives that you don't qualify for. So you don't get that price. They raise it on you. Well, that's not how Ray does it. That is not the case there. The price you see online is the price you pay. No add-ons to the price ever. In fact, Ray will do everything they can to find additional savings for you, which they may make the price lower than you see online. As one of the top-selling dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories. Right now, you can save big at Ray Chevy during their Truck or Treat Savings event because 0% oh, is I get back. It. Truck or Treat. Truck or Treat. 0%. Yeah. See what they did there. Back and now available on new Silverado trucks, the perfect tailgate vehicle. So come on into Ray in Fox Lake. Find the vehicle you've been searching for. And best of all, pay zero hidden fees with a Ray Price Promise. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com, serving the community since 1963. Find yeah. new roads. After you find new roads, get your car from Ray. You can get in that car and drive down to a stadium and get your tickets with the Game Time Ticket app. Download Game Time and get yourself the best prices on the secondary market for whatever sporting event you are going to go to and or concerts and or theater all there for you game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts so if you really are looking to push the envelope how cheap will it go you don't have to and you don't want to go in right away hey hour after the event go on in end of the first quarter after the bulls are smoking the cleveland cavaliers early season Get a great value, game time tickets. You're in on that, Herb. Let's go. Uh, mm -hmm. Exclusive flash deals, sponsor deals on tickets, football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, all of it. Uh, yeah, how do you do this? You download the game time app. You create an account. Also, use that code CHGO. You get $20 off your first purchase, which is sweet. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code CHGO. $20 up. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. All the right. Duke coming in with a big one. Oh, Whoa. yeah. Whoa, yeah. Uh, he did throw in something early. Do you want to hit the other one first, or should we just go bigger to smaller? I don't know. If Duke's going, he's throwing over the top with oh. a 50, maybe yeah, once that yeah, out Yeah, we'll there. hammer that one out there. All right, this $50 from the Duke. I'm telling you, Poles and Cunningham think they can play Moneyball. They sold George on it. Pay slash draft traits at a discount because they aren't the flashy great players. They failed. Reality is the best players are the ones who play football the best. Uh, and the Duke, 811, $20. McCaskey isn't a football evaluator. 
nor is he a people evaluator. When this front office turns over, Warren should have George make a list of people he wants. Then they should immediately rule them all out. (laughs) (laughs) George, who do you like? I like it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate the input. We will consider that. (laughs) Um, Also, you got got Benin's uh, pronunciation right. Okay. Congrats. Um, All right. Back to the Duke super chat, though. I, I, it's a nuanced thing that you can't just say black and white. It's definitely not. But I made this observation Thursday, watching the Lions play the Packers, and it's just like I don't know that the Lions are going to win Super Bowl. I don't know if Dan Campbell's you know that great. I don't know if their roster's that great. But what I appreciated watching that game and watching them so far this season. They just draft good football players, man. And I know everyone got up on them. Oh, you drafted a running back. Oh, you drafted. Seen that dude tote the rock? You know. Are you a good football player? Yes. Okay. And let's like these all these guys across the league right now, it's infuriating me for quite frankly for me to watch. Like Tank Dell and Houston. Rashi Rice last night made another catch for the Chiefs. Um, like John Michael Schmitz with the Giants. Like it, it, they're just I get all these RAS scores and tests and, like, all this stuff, and it's like... When do you just believe your eyes and just go with what you know? I think that's the beauty of being such a bad team. When you're in such a poor place, you need everything. So this idea of we got to draft for needs or we got to draft these... Hey, give me all the good football players you got. I'll give you another example. Puka Nakua. Now, did anyone in the world think that he was going to set an NFL record for most receptions through four games in an NFL season? No, obviously not. I was shocked. Not the Rams. But you know what? I saw that guy. I wasn't even at the Senior Bowl. I was watching on TV. Mm -hmm. And in a wide receiver class that lacked big wide receivers, Mm -hmm. I saw that guy on my TV screen. By the way, Luke Getze was standing there on the field. Coaching him. (laughs) And... And I don't – was he on the team that Luke was coaching? I don't know. I'm I don't saying, know. Whatever. They there were coaching. there. Ryan Poles was there. Ryan Poles had that field with, pass with that his, Jim with Nagy – MVP pass. Jim, right? Yeah, Jim Nagy was on the show a couple weeks ago telling us that all, that all this access. I've seen – I am I'm not trying to even bring this up like I saw some, some great talent value. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I saw, hey, there is this big wide receiver from BYU who looks pretty good. I like this guy. And I put him in my first Bears mock draft. Someone drafted him. And now he might, he's like insane. Again, it's not even anyone, no one thought he was going to be insane. It's just how, they're just, it's too, you don't have to make this too complicated. Right. It took us four weeks to figure out how to get DJ Moore the ball, though. Right. Well, so, 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 hold on. Let's talk about, like, who on the Bears right now can play? Who's good on the Bears? For sure? Yeah. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Okay, keep going. Roquan Smith. Oh, crap. He's on the race. Right. Roquan Smith would have made sense to sign because he was a good player. He loved being here. He was your best player on the football team. But for whatever reason, we tricked ourselves into believing that we didn't need that guy. And we're, and, and by the way, they didn't get a whole lot for him. A second round, a late second round pick and a fifth round pick, it, it wasn't some big haul. But keep going. Who? I'm just talking about one guy in specific. Who, who, who can no, And play? I like your question. It's not who do we think can play. Who can who play? Who can play right now? So give me look. I'm just I'm talking about one guy in specifically who's a free agent for whatever reason they haven't signed him. I'm not saying he's the greatest player on the planet, but who can play? Jalen Johnson can th- play football. Jalen Johnson can play football. Yeah. This is not rocket science. You're not gonna have to pay through the nose for him. You got seven thousand needs. 
Get that done. True. Get that done. True. I mean, come on, man. This is not. This is. This is again. I, I, I think Cole Komet can play too. Cole right. Komet can play I, football. Right. Yeah. I was totally fine with signing Cole Komet because as the quarterback gets better, as the offense gets better, Cole Komet can do a lot of things. He's a great guy in your locker room. Makes a ton of sense. Of course, we're we partnered up with him right now. But I, I, I would. I said that last year. I would say now. You know who also can play. He's doing it every single day, week. Khalil Herbert can play football. He can play He's football. A, Khalil Herbert's a good player, man. He averaged 5.7 yards per carry last year. There's not a lot of holes up front. He somehow finds his way. Dude's a good football player. This is not – you do not have to overthink this. All so, right. Um, I want to get to – That's my advice going forward. No, it's oh, it's a real. fair point, man. Uh, Herb has – and he's going to be doing this going forward. Uh, the five plays that lost the, uh, the game – by the way, if they ever win a game, he'll do the five plays that yeah. won them. Yeah, I was that, say, that, yeah, that ever takes place. I just listen. Football games, you understand this. Football games, I don't care if if it's like last week with the Chiefs and you lose by forty, or if it's this week with the Broncos, you lose by three. They tend to come down to five or six plays, and so I just go through and identify where I think those five or six plays were. Um, this week, it's five or six plays that the Bears they cost the, they made the Bears lose yesterday. Play one. You go back to the Broncos. First drive, it's third and seven. Bears have been terrible on third down oh. all season. Where they around like fifty-five percent right now. It's crazy what they're giving up on third down. The league average has always been historically around thirty-nine. Third and seven, they give up a twenty-two-yard touchdown on a screen pass. <laughs> third and seven, screen, twenty yards, touchdown. I one play. One, I think there was one missed tackle on that play too, which they should have had, but. At any rate, keep but going. But that's the point. They can't. They they don't make the plays they have to make to I, to, I, to keep the games from being a loss. And it still would have been a first down. I think even if the tackle was made, I'd have to go back and look. But that's that's that was, my, my that recollection. Was, that was early and couldn't be overcame. That's the thing about these plays of the games. They can be very very early. They can be late. I know we remember the late ones, but they can also happen very very early in the games. Second play two. And it's not in really any particular order. The personal foul roughing the quarterback on Jaquan Brisker was a huge, huge play. The Bears had just went up 28 to 7. I'm sitting in, I'm sitting in the booth next to Nick. I'm like, Nick, this is a play, this is the time where they need to go ahead and get a pick in this game right now. Come, Jaquan comes off the corner, and I didn't really like the call. He launched a little bit, but I didn't think he was late. I didn't think it was helmet to helmet. I didn't really like the call. But that's the league they play in now. They call that. All the energy gets sucked right out of the building. Next play, handoff, 60 yards, put him right in scoring position. They end up scoring on that drive. What did I say on that call again, Carm? It was in your notes yesterday. You said fuck that call, basically. <laughs> Something like that. Something to that extent. Ter- I hated that call. It's yeah. a terrible call. But it still hurt. Yeah. Third play. Broncos have the ball. It's fourth quarter. Fourth and 11, right? They had already given up a third and nine on this drive, fourth and 11, pass play, touchdown. No blitz, you sit back, you drop seven, fourth and 11. Russell Wilson has time, makes the throw, touchdown. That's 21. It was too easy, too. That's 21 to 28 now, Yeah. right? Too easy. It was too, too easy. easy. Bring pressure. Now, they had broad pressure early in the drive on third down. It didn't get there. He still picked it up. But it was a tough, tough window. This one was easy. Fourth and 11, still can't get off the field. Cool. Could end the game there. Doesn't happen there. Fourth play. Plays that the Bears lost. 
got to go to the fumble, right? Bears get the ball. Yeah. Got it. Next possession after they didn't get, after they gave it the fourth and eleven, got the ball. Justin Fields fumbles. That is a tough, tough play. Like I want to be like clear on that. Like I know a lot of people talk about the, the Justin and the turnovers, and I, he's got to do better. But that is a very, very tough play. You got a bootleg. You got a play action boot, and as soon as he turns his head, that dude is right there in his face. And you want him to protect the ball. You want him to take the sack. You want him to dirt it. Whatever you want him to do. But you got to understand that once you put that play, that ball out there for the play action, you're coming around the corner, already raising the ball because you want him to get it out quick. So the ball's already vulnerable and exposed, and that guy's right there. Real, real tough spot. He got to find a way to tuck it and not give it up. But that's play number four. Five, the very worst thing that happened in the entire game. Bears, fourth down. I know we're going to get into that. Um, I hate the decision. I hate the decision. I know we've, a lot of people debate decision, the decision, and some people don't like it. Some people are okay with the decision and didn't like the play. I hate the decision from jump. This is an 0-3 football team. You haven't won in almost a calendar year. You got a chance to take the lead with under three minutes in the game, and you're like, nah, we straight. We're good. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it, the decision. I'm fine with you wanting to go up there and try and get them, try to draw them off sides. Call a timeout. Cool. Then kick the field goal. Like, why do you not do that? You don't think your defense can hold up the three points? That's right. Well, if you don't think that they can do it now, they aren't going to do it with the tie game either, and then you're going to lose. Like, it's uh, hate it, hate it, hate the decision. Play call was even worse, but I think it doesn't even come down to that. Another play I would have threw in there as the sixth play, but I just the, – the fifth play was so bad, I don't even think the sixth play matters because that was a foregone conclusion that they were going to lose. The deep ball down the sideline on the very next play. Um, oh, the, yeah, the when he was yeah. just wide open. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but of course they were going to go score. So I, yeah. that's, just, that's just one I kind of threw in there. But you got to take the kick right there. Those are the five plays. Going back to their opening touchdown that they gave up the third down on the screen pass, everything in between, Jaquan Brisker's egregious penalty, Justin Fields' fumble, and finally Fluce's unforgivable decision. So something Fluce said this morning on, with Cap and Hood irked me because Cap asked a great question. Why not run the Philly sneak there? Right. Um, Everybody does it. And a lot of people don't seem to realize that they did run this twice last week, which is even more of a reason to do it. And Flew said, oh, we got that in our playbook. Yeah, we, we, everybody's been doing that. Philly does it the best, but we like it from a half when it's a half yard or less. Right, right. Made the decision on a half a yard. Okay. Go back to his press conference yesterday. He's called it a half yard two separate times. So was it a half yard or was it not a half yard? Now, I think I went back and looked at the film. It's I a think full it, yard. it was a full yard. It's like a full yard it to me, a, which is even more why I hate the decision. Yeah. But really, that half yard makes that big of a difference? Because every time I see the Eagles run that play, they get like three yards. There's also him just trying to skew the narrative a little bit again. Yeah, exactly. You had you had a full play plus a timeout. You know it was a full yard. Don't come back and half yard me, sir. Well, did he not know it was a full yard? Because right, yesterday right. he said it was a half yard twice. So that makes me wonder how, if he actually knew how far it was. It's, it's, I, I, well, I don't know what to believe anymore, can man. We, can we burn that Cole Komet tight end Thank sneak you. play? Like, can we just – can we burn that thing? I know it worked a couple times for him last year. It didn't work against Green Bay. It worked yesterday a little bit. 
Kevin uh, Carlson, $20 super chat. I get it. This is beating a dead horse. Stop the fourth and one tight end uh, direct snaps. Why on fourth and a yard you drop and gun? Now you're farther back from the first down that you need to convert. Great job. Stop making the game harder. All right, first of all. Chiefs did it last night and it worked for the record, and it was it was a bad snap, and Travis Kelsey looked completely lost, and somehow they just still picked it up because they have good players. But go ahead. All right. Now here's the thing, though. We have, we have to be a little fair here, okay? Everyone wants Justin Fields to have the ball in his hands. That was his own read. Mm-hmm. You have to run his own read out of shotgun. That's mm-hmm. why they're in shotgun. Just so everyone understands that. I'm not defending it. I'm just explaining it. Mm-hmm. They're in shotgun to give the illusion that Fields might keep it and run. Got go. Sure. Okay. Now, every team is playing Fields on that consistently these last few weeks. And that's why Which you've is what happened on the fumble. Field, that guy never thought about the run. He yeah. went straight to Justin. Fields is giving it consistently. And he did the right thing on that play, which is give it. And it does take one guy out of the equation for making the tackle. And, again, I'm not defending it. I'm just explaining it. If Darnell Wright makes his block, and I have no idea what he was doing because he's supposed to chip and then get up to the linebacker, and he probably didn't even really need to chip in that situation because Komet made a great block on that end. And he just he didn't do it. I don't know what to say. He didn't do it. The block wasn't made. Otherwise, I know people don't want to hear this. The play call probably worked. I have more of an issue with everything that led up to the actual snap, burning a timeout. terrible, too. Uh, the one thing I – There's no consistency in your plan. I, if you're going to go for it, you can't waste the timeout because if I don't make it, I need that timeout. Exactly. And, and, and I, I have not heard anyone else point this out, but, like, you want to go hard count? What happened the last time you went hard count in this game? False start. You false started. <laughs> you they didn't jump. You false started. So you – oh, that, yeah, let's run that back. Let's do that. Like, Well, so that – okay, a couple things. One, his rationale that they were running the ball well that gave him the confidence. Dude, that is different than how you guys handle short yardage. You have seen how you handle short yardage. You can see, you've seen how your offensive coordinators handle short yardage. That should have given you pause. However, Matt Eberflus, unlike Herb Howard over here, I have your back on it. I thought I you don't. should go for it. It's disgusting. I understand that you don't like it. That's cool. Certainly entitled to your opinion. But I liked it. Go for the win. I don't trust your defense either. I think they're at least giving up three, if not a touchdown. Try to get the first down. Kill the clock as best you can. Get in the end zone or kick a field goal. I was I I I stood I. Of all the things, the reasons why you should not be the head coach of the Chicago Bears, that, for me, is not one of them at all. I liked your aggressiveness there. I think your players appreciate your aggressiveness there. If you were a 3-0 team, Carm, I'm with you on that. Right? If you're a 3-0 football team and you're like, hey, we're going to line up, we're going to get this one yard, I'm with you on that. But you're a team who hasn't won a football game in 12 months, 11 months. You haven't won a football game. You've got an opportunity to take the lead late in this one. Just a chance at victory. You don't. You don't. You don't take that. You don't. You don't take that. Yeah. I, just, I, just put the three on the board and let's just see if we can hang on for three minutes. Right yeah. now, I listen. Certainly, the way it turned out would 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 back what you're saying. 
But Ask Nick. I was throwing a fit before. I'm yeah. throwing a fit during well, the whole. Well, we we did it in the moment. Right now, what are we gonna do? Me and Hogue said go for it. Bragg said kick it. That's that was us. Good on Bragg's. <laughs> I, we I always just, agree. I had no faith in the defense at all. Z- um, and people so, are like, "Well, that's your defense, Lewis." It is, but he didn't assemble the, these players. I'm sorry. The 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 reason why the defense kick, sucks man. is not because of the coaching. The reason the defense sucks. I actually strongly disagree. Uh, Flew seems to be heavily involved in personnel. He takes a pride in. He's talked about his scouting background. They're giving him players he wants. Roquan Smith, not a fit. Tremaine Edmonds, that's a fit. Okay. You just got worse. That's a whole other story. If he is that involved in. I think he is. Well, if he is. Travis Gibson. Not a fit. Not a right, fit. Right. That, okay. Right. Okay. That one is enraging. Our, what, what we were just talking about. Who's playing well? Who was the guy in the preseason that was getting to the quarterback? Travis Gibson and Mark Martel Lewis. What's his name? Terrell Lewis. Terrell Lewis. Terrell Lewis in the backfield the whole damn preseason. Travis Gibson, you dropped in the fourth straight, you put him back out there. He, he he looked like Lawrence Taylor in his prime. He can't play for you. <laughs> When have I? When have you seen Dominique Robinson, great guy? But when have you seen him play like that? And the dude you replaced both of those guys with is yet to dress. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. That if he is that involved in personnel, which I, maybe he is too, uh, then then that is it's it's just straight unacceptable. That's reason number that that would be actually reason number two behind his leadership. If, that, if he's really that involved, which I I guess maybe he is, it's that's just so bad. It's so bad. Travis Gibson can't play for you, really. You can't. No one gets to the quarterback. That dude's in the backfield all preseason. Not good enough. Come on, man. Mike Tomlin, do tra- changes need to be? Hell yeah, changes need to be made. If we keep <laughs> doing the same thing, that would be insane. Uh, guys, oh that house hall, you got to change anything? No, we're close. No, we're we're, we're we're close. We got our ass kicked by the Chiefs, but look at what we did yesterday. We were winning, twenty-eight to seven. Thing, seen did you win the game? No. If you blow you almost the, the biggest lead in team history. Who are you playing? That should be the only thing on your mind. Not whatever happened before you blew That's the biggest lead in team history. It's like his goal is to get to one win, just to get to that one win. Once we get that one win. I disagree. That's his goal. If that was his goal, he would have kicked the field goal. <laughs> Kick it. Yep. It's right there. Right. Send Cairo out there. Get the three points. Play some defense. Hope for a miracle. And that's Basically, a, that's another good point. If you have one an auto- yard was a miracle. You have an automatic kicker, no question about it. All right, um, got some news to share with you in a second, but first, want to make sure you know CHGO is supported by Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer since 1988. <laughs> Boy, those gets, gets me through every Monday. That's, I mean, what else can do it? I mean, I was gonna say uh, those tubs of just full of ice and Goose Island yesterday at the tailgate. Just it was Mm-mm-mm. such a pretty sight. The colors. Those beer hug cans are, not only do they taste good, well, the cans don't. The beer does, but the cans look good. Got to go. Beer hug. 312 Wheat Ale, Oktoberfest, Full Pocket Pills. That one's at the top of my list right now. Grab Ultra Fresh Brewery Exclusive Beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clyburn Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer. And for your TV watching, we recommend Fubo TV, 140 plus channels of sports and shows and movies and news. No contract, no cable, no hassle, great pricing. And the most local 
sports coverage that you are going to get anywhere. The college football, the Big Ten, the Bears, the NFL Network, the Red Zone. Watch all of it right there with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash chgo. You sign up, you get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. You're going to love it. Get in there. The most Chicago sports for the lowest price. By the way, another shout-out to Andrew for the uh, amazing bottle of bourbon. The Elijah Craig private barrel. You knock Ooh. it down last night. No, there, I did Hulk. not knock down the whole bottle last night. A sip. A sip. That That's aggressive. I had three sips? No, I had a, two glasses. Oh, there you go. That's getting it <laughs> not done. Not full, like two-finger pours. That's getting it done. Yeah. It's a big Sunday night there, buddy. Well, maybe it was two and one. I don't know. Did you watch that game? You needed it. It needed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, y'all know I can read, right? Jake, y'all, y'all know I can read. What's happening? Y'all are aware. Okay, cool. I just want, just want, just wanted to know if y'all knew I could read. <laughs> y'all, y'all, what am y'all, I missing? Y'all, y'all, y'all handle all the ad reads as though I can't. Oh, wants to do an ad read. We can give him yeah. an ad read. <laughs> Anytime you want. Well, then you got to get the copy and all that stuff. Are you, you got all the copy? No, I have at it. Carm, just like you just forward it to him. All right, Herb. Next Monday? Well, there's two more reads. Give them one of them. I'll, I'll study up. I'll, st- I'll, I'll, work, yeah. I'll work on my... I, I love that her wants to go at it. We, we got no... You, you, you just got yourself an announcement right here, there, though? Brother. We're good yeah. here? Yeah, go for it. All right. Just letting everyone know, Cole Komet will be here Friday at noon on the show. Uh, he's going to join us remotely, I should say. Not, so he's afraid be of Friday He'll traffic. be here on the show is what I meant. Just on the show. Uh, Cole Komet... Of course, we announced like, our awesome partnership with him. And um, I, with the Thursday game, it's been kind of crazy um, with just the schedule the last week or so. So we got him set up to join us Friday at noon. And, uh, of course, the game's Thursday. So After we'll, a big win. Yeah, we'll see. Either they finally get their first <laughs> win in a long time or um, it's not going to be the greatest Friday ever. But we'll have fun with it, as we always do with these shows and Cole Komet joining the show Friday. So we're really Shout excited to about Cole that. Komet. He had two touchdowns yesterday. I do not think it was a coincidence that he sat down with me for a one-on-one on no. Thursday, and then he had two touchdowns on Sunday. I think that was absolutely um, – I think those two things were absolutely related. All right. All right. So, I'll, I'll, I'll go with you a little bit there, but then – Don't mention, don't uh, mention uh, that Darnell Mooney sat down with me the week before. Yeah, or, or Justin Fields. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm just Scott. Let's say what I said. Uh, okay. Let's say what I said. Go watch my, go watch my one-on-one with Cole Komet. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Um, Herb wants to tell you something, Hoag. Okay, I'm listening. Get your shady rays. The sun is still out. The summer is not gone. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all, Carm. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of I. I wear. That's what I'm talking about. Every pair of sunglasses is blacked by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. Together with their customers, Shady Rays providing much needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impacts. From building players 
I'm putting it on my shady race. You couldn't on your shady race? Yes, you give them the no, directive. They're not give for them. you. They're for Herb. Why can't I have them? Because you are he. So. Wow, you are selfish. Geez. Listen, exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out their best oh, deal there of it is. the season. There it is. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code CHGO for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself, as I am doing right now. These feel good. They look good. Probably even look a little better in this light. Look at this. Her I mean, look, look at her. Lot, Try man. for yourself. The shade's dude. rated five stars by over 250,000 people. It's a quarter million. I mean, I'm, I, I'm I, leaving I, these on I, the rest I'm of the gonna, show. I'm, I'm going to if Carm grades Herb on that read. Sweet. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's an A right there. That was a good sweet. job. With the props in the middle, Jake Thorne. Yeah. The, the only problem in that entire read was Carm trying to steal the, the glasses. Uh, I thought I was getting hooked up. And I mean, whatever he was doing with the laptop. I understand. Or something he was doing something weird with the laptop. Sweet. I understand. Thanks, Jake. All right. Yeah, the NFL season's going strong. DraftKings Sportsbook hooking up customers with an offer that's even stronger. You can bet five bucks on any game this week. You score $200 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Wait a minute. Is today October? Yep. Sure is. Is it a game day? Second, man. Yeah. Sure is. Yeah. Monday Night Football, then baby. I, then I think that applies today. Seabags, Giants. Some Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code CHGO. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets. When you bet five on the NFL, it's code CHGO. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee, partner, Gold Nugget, Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources we've got five minutes for super chats let's get them Duke yeah, start with I'm the out of breath Carm take this one alright the Duke Duke you're so good uh, $20 the Philly sneak works because it's math physics and physics <laughs> you have the numbers and the initial push because you control the snap the tight end in snap the tight end direct snap is dumb because you're taking the qb out of the equation it's an offense to science i love that duke's going science on this whole thing he's not look, wrong he's not wrong no 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 arguments duke uh look forget about to like the whole eagles philly sneak the quarterback sneak's been a thing in football since football started that's should, all it used to be. You, you, should be able, you should be able to do it. Get yeah. yourself a yard. Go forward. What else we got here? Uh, we, got, we got two more from Kevin Carlson. Let's hit those real fast. Kevin Carlson, $10. With that play call, Herb, I'm with that play call, Herb. 100% agree. Kick the field goal. Why go for it and then not go for it on fourth and two on the first possession of the game? Why do you – what do you want Flus to do? Listen, I – You can't tie those two together, I, Kevin. I, I, I wouldn't tie them together either because I was on the – I was completely in agreement with the punt on the first possession. I know they were at the 49. You're trying to set the tone, whatever. It's early. The whole the, the stadium start booing them. I was like, ooh, y'all not playing fair today. I tweeted that out. But I was, I was okay with the punt on the first possession. 
They should have took the field goal on the last possession. That's funny because I called that an effing joke that they punted. <laughs> I want him to go for it there too. Let's go. Kevin Carlson, $10. That makes sense, Hogue, on what you said about the play call. If they convert it, I still do not like dropping the QB running back five or six yards back in the gun to convert the biggest play in the game. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, you know, I was just explaining it, and there's a reason why you go in shotgun there, but I would, I'm with you. I, I would prefer just sneaking in. Right, you talk about how well they were running the ball. They were running the ball well because they were designed to run the ball well. They were bringing in Kari yeah. Blassengame. They were bringing in Mercedes Lewis. They were bringing in yeah. EQ. Like, you knew they were about to run because they brought in Mercedes and EQ and Kari, and they ran the ball and ran it well. And shout-out to to Khalil. He was running with great pad level and good patience, finding those holes and finishing. Because he's a good player. Yeah. I, I like good football players. They matter. So do the Lions. D. Schumacher disagrees with matter. the fourth, fourth down call. Uh, five dollars here on fourth and one. Fields is twenty-eight of thirty-one for three hundred two yards and four touchdowns. Oh, at that point in the game, I got you. I was like, "Damn!" In his career, those yeah, are his numbers. Yeah, 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 in the game. <laughs> right. Uh, D can't stop him. You call your seventh straight run play. Coaching went away from what worked. Hey, hey, D. How about this one too? End of the first half. You've been cooking all half. Let's sit on it and try to squeeze out a miracle field goal at the end here so we don't turn it back over and give the Broncos a chance to score. Let's just run this clock down because we just have things in control. At that point, it was 21-7. to I hated that. that Kenny B, 999. Flus needs to go. He got Poles bringing in players on traits that he is not able to coach up. Coaching staff hasn't developed anyone. Let Poles bring in a coach of his own instead from a list of three. Not entirely true. They haven't developed anyone. I'm going to give – I'll give you Braxton Jones. Sure. Zach Ferguson, yeah, that's not on the defensive side of the ball, though. Zach Ferguson, 999, talent isn't the issue. Brought in Edmonds, Edwards, and Gakwe, guys who have been good to sometimes great previously. They show up here, play average, sometimes invisible. One guy, okay, all three. That's a fair point, a Zach. fair point. I mean, DJ Moore's year has been uneven, too. Chase Claypool certainly got worse here. I mean, you expect Tremaine Evans to come in there and be an absolute difference maker in the middle of that defense. Hasn't happened. He's made some plays. He's made some tackles, I should say. You're right. I say he's made some plays. He's made some tackles, but you expect him to make those splash plays that swing the ball game. That has not happened yet. You paid the dude nearly $20 million a year. You, you expect him to be doing something. Hunter, $10 Super Chat. Are we sure there are really roster issues? The only position coach that has gotten production from the players is Morgan. Shout out to CMO. Players get here and get worse. They leave and get better. Yeah. Who wants to cry? The roster's not good, though. The roster's not good. (laughs) Gary Rock Rose, $5. At this point, do you just leave Flus in place and let him wear the season since they are obviously tanking again? He's proven he can run a tank. Interesting angle. I don't don't, if 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 Kevin Warren has told Pose you're safe, too, if not – Both need to get in there like, yo, let me make a move before I go down with you. Yeah. Well, it's also if you're out on the quarterback. Yeah, there's that. I mean, if you are, which I don't think they are, but if if you are, are, you probably should trade them. Yeah. Or try to. I don't. Okay. He threw for four touch. He threw four touchdown passes yesterday, 335 yards. You're not out on him. You want to uh, see what he does against Washington. You want to see what he does against Minnesota. You want to see what he does against the Raiders. I agree. All right, just, we got a couple quick more here. Alan, give us a double dip, so hit these two up. 
Uh, $5. A, if the Bears want change, it starts by firing a coach midseason, which they don't do. B, Chase isn't the problem. He's a good player on a bad team. Uh, Alan Johnson's second one here. <laughs> uh, I retract LOL Claypool himself. Is the problem. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I was about to disagree. It's a great $2 retraction. I love that because it's like it's not just the Bears. The Steelers are a good franchise. Your first class, Alan, for doing that. And let's end it with our guy Chris Pagaro. Yeah. Uh, 499, Matty Refluis would be a good head coach for Maine East. If you know, you know. <laughs> I'm uh, more familiar with Maine West, but shout out yeah, to Maine East. I don't too. know on that one. But, um, uh, of course, now that Duke, of course, he's got to get the last one. No, we got to. Okay, Duke. $20. Listen, I love Justin Fields. I think he's a great athlete, great person. But if we are drafting one overall, you take Caleb. Not taking him would be the Bears. Once again, trying to outsmart themselves. Woof. Yeah, I still think we're along. If you end up if you end up with that pick anyway, I think it's, it's hard to not take that kid. Yeah, if you end tough. up with that pick, that means that he did not get better the second half of the season. He's gonna get you some wins if he does. Yeah. You just said he threw for four and three fifty five and they lost. I understand, but could he not do that again and they lose? There, the, that, the, that happened against the worst team in the world. By the way, there was some stat the out second there. second worst team in the league. Kevin, so, f- f- only twice a quarterback has a one had th- those stats and lost a game. And the other one was Matt Ryan, who was calling the game. Well, in, in Bears history, a 132-plus whatever rating, whatever system it is, uh, Kevin Fishbane, the Fishman, had this one. The Bears have le- are 27-2. and two. The only other time they lost was when Rudy Bukic was quarterback of the team in 1964 when they lost to – I think it was the Colts. What was a 132 passer rating then? Like three or four for 25 yards? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, I, t- I talked to my guy at Obradovich about Rudy Bukic. He was a big Rudy Bukic guy. I'm not dissing Rudy. What I'm saying is the style of game, I don't, I'm sure Rudy didn't throw more than 10 passes I'm trying in that to game. I'm do the quick math in my head. That means a game like that happens every, once every five years where a quarterback's actually that good? Once every five Oh, yeah, the fact that we've only had 29, 29 of them? 29 of them in the history of the Bears? Yeah. Because I was actually having this thought, and we got to roll here, I know that. I was having this thought post-game yesterday about, like, how do you lose a game when your quarterback puts up those numbers? But I had this thought, I'm like, I don't know what it's like covering a quarterback that puts up that number. Maybe this happens all the time in Buffalo. Maybe every time Josh Allen, they lose a game, Josh Allen has these stats. I don't know. Maybe it happens in Cincinnati with Joe Burrow. I don't know. So I'm like, maybe I'm wrong on that. But then when I saw that come out, I think you're right, Fishbane put that out. Probably every game yeah. Kurt Warner ever, ever lost in, in St. Louis was like that. That yeah. defense gave him a lot of points after but the offense put up 50. They didn't lose a lot. so They didn't lose yeah. much. All right. Yeah. Um, we got to get out of here. We got CHO Cubs coming up here in a few minutes. And uh, they got a lot to talk about, too, and commiserate. Another what funeral. A, yeah, what a great sports town this is. We're Love lucky. It. We're blessed. Yeah, things look great at Bulls Media Day. I was seeing some uh, videos and photos of okay. uh, things going on. Bulls are going to be so good. The Bears Bastard, we see you, my friend. Thank you for putting that up there. Yeah, thank you, the Bears Bastard. The Bears do. Right. For the rest of the- we, okay. we are back tomorrow at noon. Got another uh, great show coming your way tomorrow. And then uh, we're right into Wednesday being a game preview day. Thursday being game day with pre and post. Cole Komet joins us Friday. It's a busy week here at CHO. We're not going anywhere. Please uh, go to allchshow.com. See all of Nick's written work. Become a diehard at allchshow.com slash diehard. And then uh, all of our merch up at chshowlocker.com. Hit that like button. Hit subscribe if you're here for the first time. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you tomorrow at noon.